welcome to Wealth Hackathon. This is your favorite wealth strategist. I am so excited to be here with you. It is a great day. We are in our energy series, and this is one of our new series that we have just begun. And so you are at the root of it all. I do admonish you to go back and listen to our energy so you can be on track. This new energy series is going to be a little bit more technical, a lot more spiritual. And I'm definitely incorporating the sciences into this one. So I hope you all are like really in the mood to learn and apply. It's about application. It's about application. So we are going to get started. My name is Oh My Coffee. I can be found on the internet. You can go to www dot meet doctoro.com that is my digital business card i invite you not only to get your digital business card but to also become an affiliate i do get a referral fee and it has been amazing to create another stream of income that pays out as soon as i submit a referral i love it all right so what are we talking about today now we know we typically try our best throughout this particular podcast to get the title of the message along the way so i don't have the title of this message yet but what i do have is the description the discussion the objective and so on and so forth right with that i would like for us to go into our imagination session We do these imagination sessions so we can open up our mind to receiving more information at one time and also to project what it is that we would like to be intentional and deliberate and determined about what it is we'd like to get out of the session. So what I would like for you to imagine is that you are dimensionless. There's no borders and parameters rules and things that would set you back you are dimensionless as a person as a being on the face of the earth during your lifetime you're not wishing you're not hoping you truly are imagining how that makes you feel what that makes you uh, capable of and how you are as a being a dimensionless being So typically we do not like to tell you what to do. I'm going to give you an example of how I feel. I feel free. I feel inhibited, powerful, happy, normal. Now, what I want to do and imagine what I want to do with that type of feeling is help others feel that way, too. (laughs) That's just me. All right. So you do your own imagination session and imagine that you are dimensionless. How do you make how does that make you feel? What do you feel like you're going to be able to accomplish because of it? So on and so forth. Now, let's get into dimensionless quantity I cannot lie to you and tell you how I even came upon this information doing research I'm a natural researcher 
and so through some type of research i'm sure i landed upon it but we're here now so dimensionless quantity is a quantity that has it doesn't have any physical dimension assigned to it it's it's a number representing like a property of a physical sim, uh, system but it's not measured you can't measure it on a scale of units right like time or mass or distance so it's not measurable so it's the immeasurable dimensionless i think it's important to go back and review episode number one because this pulls us into the growth process of in the progression of where we're going so episode number one which was our energy the R energy had us reviewing what was the most powerful energy. The answer was nuclear energy. The most powerful thing in the inner in the universe, excuse me, is energy in 10 trillion trillion billion megaton bombs. That's called hypernova. Gamma ray bursts are um, the brightest light sources in the universe, right? So camels, we talked about that. It's like how did that tie into this because of the way that they convert energy? Camels humps store rich fat, which allows them to go long periods of time without eating or drinking because their body converts the stored fat into needed energy. So those humps on their back are energy sources for them. They're the ships of the desert, so they need energy, right? They also have oval-shaped blood cells, which gives them the ability to store water longer periods of time more than we do, right? And so they are more dimensionless right because of the quantity the pure quantity that they have so dimensionless quantities are uh, a widely used in many fields mathematics physics chemistry engineering and economics and it's really important to see how in economics being that we are discussing wealth hackathon as a whole we do discuss our four pillars savings credit streams of income and investments when we deal in the uh, four pillars of our entire platform right so to know that dimensionless quantity are widely used in economics i think is very important for people to understand them right because that's how you grow financially and through your wealth and abundance and material possessions and so for you not to know about dimensionless quantities it could be leaving things on the table that you do not want left on the table yes or yes so we know in mathematics and physics and chemistry and engineering that has a lot to do with science so dimensionless qualities um quantities excuse me are distinct from quantities that have associated dimensions time which is measured in seconds and then also dimensionless quantities deal in ratio which means they deal in relationships and this is where a lot of people have messed up situations and circumstances financially because they're not good at relationships if there were courses, classes, PhD, master's programs, and deliberate opportunities to learn about how to be relative, how to operate in relationships, how to operate at capacity, comprehension, and communication with one another in harmony and synchronicity and symmetry with another being, how much more successful would you be? So this is what dimensionless quantities allows you to be able to do is to really dig deep within yourself about how to be relative and how to relate. So dimensionless quantities deal in ratio, which means the relationship and quantity or the amount, size, or whatever it is in between two separate or different opportunities. So we're talking about proportion. 
which is a harmonious relation to parts to each other within the whole and that is why we're talking about this today because it is so critical that we start thinking in whole knowing that we are a part of the whole knowing that we are a part of a oneness knowing that we are a part of a source a unified front will help us be more harmonious within our members and then within how we relate to others so this is about balance and symmetry okay so a proportion is a proper or equal share right a proper or equal share so say back in the day you had study groups it was four of you or two or three of you or whatever and you all would have to split the shares or ration out who gets what so if this person was better at science you got the science part if this person was better at math you got the math portion if this person was better at writing you you receive the writing portion if this be- person was better at speaking then you would receive the speaking portion but everybody worked in symmetry and balance and harmony to get the project completed because there was a, a individual grade and then a group grade i worked at city financial i was in collections we had the group money huge money and then we had the individual money. What I did to become more uh, in symmetry and more relative is I would literally work on everybody's accounts, not just my own, just so I can have a better functionality about how I related to the group money because that was the bigger pond of money. And even though we were getting a small percentage of the group money and a bigger percentage for our individual money, just think about it though, right? So I'd rather have 1% of $2 billion than 10% of $100 that I could get for myself. So I knew that that group money was the key. So what I would do with my proportionate self and my dimensionless quantity self is I would work everybody's cue to make sure that that group money was big. And that's how I was making my first uh, big money, if you will, and um, in, in, in the industry. Right. And that's how I became this uh, wealth machine that I am today, because I started learning, didn't even know it. If I may be honest and transparent, had no idea about no dimensionless quantities, had no idea about harmony or how to have really good relationships or the fact that I was uh, a master at EQ. I didn't know all of that stuff then. I was just doing it naturally. So you know how um, there's people that have natural talent then a coach or a mentor or somebody uh, comes in and teaches them how to develop that into bigger and bigger, better for themselves. Right. So that's what started to happen for me. And this is something that I pride myself in because my my birth family, blood family worked there as well and I would help them too, right? And they would help me too. And it wasn't just me, the team would help me as well. The pe- people helped each other, okay? I'm just speaking about why we were so wealthy and why I had so much money was because I didn't see it as my cue. I really saw it as a team, okay? So, When we think about quota and percentages, ratios, and all this other stuff, this starts to help us with relation to uh, the parts that are in relationship to another part or a whole in respect to the magnitude. I want you to get that word in your head. I think we found it, guys. Magnitude energy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love when that happens. So we're thinking about magnitude energy. That's the title of this particular message today. So... When we're thinking about respect to magnitude, which is called quantity or degree, that's what you're talking about when you're talking about ratio or being able to rationalize. You, ha- you see people who are irrational. They are being limited. They're not dimensionless. They are dimensional. And dimension is not horrible until it's hurting you or doing something against what you really want to happen. 
So I want to talk about some synonyms to uh, and anonyms as well to have a better understanding about being dimensionless. So if you want the synonyms for ratio and, and, and proportion and basically leading us back to dimensionless quantities, you're thinking about balance, coherence, um, you're thinking about consonance, you're thinking about harmony, orchestration, symmetry, and symphony and unity, right? And the anonyms would be asymmetry, discordance, disproportionate, disunity, imbalance, incoherent, and violence. So when you think about the opposite effects of what happens when you can't relate to somebody and you guys aren't operating in a proper relationship, there's violence, there's abuse, there's pain, there's hurt, there's opposition, there's hindrance, there's evil, there's, there's perversion, okay? That's the things that we want to not have, especially in our economics, our finances, our being in our harmony we don't want disharmony it doesn't work we know that it doesn't work we are aware of its effects it's violence we are overly overly and in, in inundated with violence with violence pure violence when it comes to how we relate and correlate and comprehend other other people so i'm giving you tools and resources to understand how do we how do we basically problem solve this how do we really truly get to a place and a level to where it is normal for us to be in a harmonic a harmonic balance where it's normal for us to have symmetry with one another how do we how do we get into a place of normal unity well you've got to be around those who actually want it you got you have to be around those who actually practice it who live it who breathe it this is what they do not just what they want this is who they are not just what they want to be so dimensionless quantities have change of measurements and how many people do you know in your life right now that cannot handle change that do not know how to handle change I will never forget we had a group we had a Rosca and in our Rosca people could not adapt to changes if it changed, they got wiry, they lost rational, and then they became violent. This is a fact. There are people who do not want you to change on them or else they would commit to violence on you because they want you to stay the same because it keeps them in a place of comfort so they don't have to change. They're not even mad that you're changing. They're hating that you're changing because of the changes that they're not willing to go through within themselves. And when you change, it convicts them into them changing and they're not ready for that. So they act violent to you. There's a scripture that says, cast not your pearls before swine, lest they trample over you. Because now you're giving people your wisdom and your gifting and your calling. And they're not ready for change. So they start killing you because you're telling the truth and they're still caught up in lies. You're telling the truth about yourself and your self-awareness and they're still figuring out who they are. They get up mad at you because you're moving, forging ahead and they're still stuck wherever they were in no man's land. And they want to get mad at you and pull you down as well, crabs in a barrel. Now, there are systems that we're going to talk about that we can filtrate, that we can actually navigate and be able to break these things in our lives and the lives of those who are willing. Now, you can't break something in somebody's life who's not willing for it to be broken. Least you be at war with that person and then what? We're back to violence. So an example of a dimensionless quantity is gravity. 
And if you have a hard time with gravity, you are going to be in a violent situation, yes or yes. Will you not be in balance? Will your body not feel it, have scars to prove it? If you ever have a fight with gravity, you are going to basically be off balance and you're not gonna be able to do what it is that you need to do. Gravity is a dimensionless quantity, whereas time or distance is a measurable or a dimensional quantity. So gravity has no physical dimension assigned, which classifies it as a dimensionless quantity. And a, a dimensional quantity has no change of measurements. No matter where you are, even when time has changed, you know how there's a time zone here and a time zone there, and here it's 12 o'clock and there it's 15 o'clock. Even in that, that's still not changing the time. It's just changing the location of where the time is, is, is measured right so it's still a measurable quantity regardless so time is measured in seconds right so you can you can say oh in four seconds so no matter where you are in the world four seconds is four seconds however with gravity it's different <laughs> a little different because you can't measure that that means you have to have balance in your life you have to uh, be careful as people would tell you if you go up high be careful because gravity is ready always to pull you down. Gravity keeps your feet on the ground. You want gravitational pull in your finances. You want that thing to come towards you at all times. You don't want to have to go towards it all the time. You want it to come towards you as well. So you need a gravitational pull to pull your gravity money towards you. Because we're talking about magnitude, the magnitude of your, of your wealth. So also... You want to think about ratio and I'm going to spend a lot of time with ratio because again, ratio puts us back in relationship. That is the entire summary of ratio. It is how one thing is in relation to another. And this is our existence on the earth. Is it not? You were created through ratio. That means you were created through dimensional and dimensionless quantities because there is a time on the day that you came upon the earth there is a date that you came upon the earth there is a, a, a organization a synchronicity of how you appeared here physically right but there's also the dimensionless that we're going to get into when we talk about ratio so ratio means to reckon and reckon means to calculate, which also means to think and believe. So how you think and how you believe is how you ration. And if you're irrational, that's how you think and you believe. And it's an irrational thought or an irrational belief. Then you will have what we go back to violence. Yes or yes. So you have to be able to think, reason and count. Those people who have a hard time accounting for things that are going on in their lives or they have a hard time reasoning or they have a hard time thinking then they're going to be able to be on that disharmonic side which is the violent side of life and a lot of us have experienced irrational people my mother is an irrational being if she's not in her space and place of coolness she will be irrational so then we would have to basically go through acts of violence with my mother and I've had this happen in other relationships right and so this is where you need someone to basically be able to be rational to be able to reason to be able to reckon 
to be able to recognize, to be able to number, to be able to calculate. When you don't calculate properly, when you're dealing in your finances, there will be violence. There will be disharmony. I remember there was a season, a complete season of NFT, I mean, excuse me, NFTs, <laughs> NSF fees, non-sufficient fund fees, a season of them. And somehow I just couldn't shake it because calculations were off. My counts, my counting was off. So rational or ratio calculations also are a business affair, a business conduct or a business procedure or a business course. Interesting, right? Also, in a transferred sense of mental action, right? This is about understanding, reason, judgment, and the faculty of, of, of your mind that forms the basis of computation and calculation. You need all of that in order to be at harmony and in balance. Ration or ratio also means logos, which is computation which is esteem, the mathematical sense of relation between two similar magnitudes, there's the word again, in respect to quantity, measured by the number of times one contains the other. You have 23 chromosomes from mom, you have 23 chromosomes from dad. If people have more than 46 chromosomes as a whole, they, are, they have Down syndrome, if they have 47 chromosomes or other ailments, if they have less or whatever the case may be, that's when things start getting a little bit different in proportion. So proportions are not there because their balance is off. Less or more. It doesn't matter if it's less or more. If it's not 46 chromosomes, then the balance is off. If it's not 23 from here and 23 from there, then the balance is off. It's not symmetric. So we want to think about this word logos very, very specifically because they do util utilize it a lot in spirituality and in religion, especially the Christian religion, because they feel like logos is the divine word of God or even the second God being is the logos, right? Well, what does logos mean? It means to collect. It means to gather, right? It also has derivatives, meaning to speak, to pick out words to use words to create. Abracadabra is created as I speak it. Abracadabra, it is created as I speak it. So as I speak it, I'm creating it. This happens all the time. That's dimensionless quantities. And this is something that I love when I found out this situation about Jeff Bezos. When you look at the story about Amazon and how it came about, the, num the word, it was actually, the website was Cadabra. It was Kadabra, standing for Abracadabra. Because through Kadabra, boom, as soon as I order it, I can get it, right? But then his attorney or an attorney said Kadabra, which is a whole nother word entirely. And he said, oh no, we can't have that mistake. So he changed it to Amazon. So originally he was on Kadabra.com. He changed it to Amazon.com because someone made a mistake in what it meant and they were mistaken there. There was off. There was a little bit disharmony there and a little violence, according to Jeff. And Jeff was like, no, we don't want that. Let me change it. Let me be dimensionless. Let me be dimensionless and let me change it so there's no mistakes. Now we have Amazon, a trillion dollar company, correct? So logos, again, is word, speech, statement and discourse. This is the way that you talk, right? That's back to that is a part of the ratio, right? Which is the relative, again, magnitude of two quantities. 
usually expressed as a quotient. So now we're talking about intelligent quotient, right? We're talking about emotional quotient. We're talking about faculty of mind, the way that you perceive things, the way that you receive. Perception is reception. The way that you rationalize things, the way your mind works, the way your brain works, the way your mentality works, the way you work, the way your thoughts work, and then how that works and correlates into your physical realm. You are a manifestation of some word, some equation that makes you dimensionless. So now we go back to proportion, which is a part of ratio, right? So it's due to relation to one part of another. Also in size, extent, and it's comparative to relation of one thing to another in size, in degree, in number, and etc. right? So all the measurements, all the dimensional things. So it's a part or a piece or a share or a division of a whole. So they have companies that have what divisions and departments. So I'm in the such and such department. You're in the such and such department. We all work for the same company. You serve this division of the business. I serve this division of the business, but it's all one company. And we all have an allotment and a grant to do what we're doing. So the base word is uh, to grant or to allot as in relation to body parts or to form or to shape. So the whole world was formed and shaped by the word or divine word, divine thought, divine rationale, divine balance, divine harmony, divine proportion. So this means that you are adjustable. Have you ever needed an adjustment on your account? I need it all the time. Can you adjust this to get it back to the balance, get it back to the good side? I need an adjustment in my life a lot. I've needed a ton of adjustments. I am adjustable. I am adaptable. I need a lot of adaptability. I pray that you have that in your life. The more highly adaptive you are, the better you are going to be able to navigate this ever-changing world. You need to be able to have regulation, right? You need to be able to regulate. If your temperature is not regulated, you're sick. If your body is not regulating food at the proper level, your blood's not regulating sugar, then you have diabetes. There's an illness there, right? If you don't have regulations in your relationship and there's no boundaries, not to say on a person, but in the relationship and how you guys operate and function within the vehicle of the relationship, then and there's no regulation, there's going to be trouble. If your car temperature is not regulated, it's going to run hot, suitable. You need suitability. This is in scripture as well. It says that let me create you a suitable help me, not just some regular old help me, something that's suitable, harmonic, rational, proportionate, regulated, adjustable, suitable, harmonious to you, to you. I want elements and situations in my life, yes or yes, that are proportionate to me that I'm proportionate to, that are harmonious to me, that are regulated to me, that are suitable for me and that I'm suitable for, right? These are big words, this is a big thing. We don't think about it this way because it's not given to us this way all the time. There's a lot of information out there now that really will get you straight. I'm just adding to that straightness. So when we think about the word proportion, when we think about proportion, we're thinking about forward grant or forward allotment, or taking care of a procedure, or being able to produce, or having favor. That's what pro means, all in favor of, who's pro? Pro-grant. 
I need, I'm pro grant. I want grants in my life. How many of us want grants? Just say it out loud. I want a grant. But it's about you having the advancement of impartation. The advancement of things that are going to basically be substantial in your life. You want your reward in advance. Okay? So, when we think about magnitude energy, we're thinking about magnetic energy. We're thinking about the size. We're thinking about the measurement. We're thinking about the effects, the impact. We're thinking about all of that. That's what we need in our finances. So I'm going to give you a couple of tools and then we're going to, we're going to get out of here. So number one, if you want to have more, uh, bigger magnitude in your energy, you're going to have to do right by your body, resting, drinking water, balance of energy, what you consume, whether it be, uh, visual television audio radio uh social media also the food that you eat i have had i won't say difficult but i will definitely say challenge in the way that i eat meaning i get hungry at night and i eat so after certain hours you really shouldn't put your body under that type of stress now if you're up and you're working and you work nights that's a different story but we're talking about people that have like a day schedule and they sleep at night or if you have a night schedule, you sleep during the day. Either way, you can't be eaten all times of the day and night. Or you shouldn't. You should give your body and your system time to rest at some point. And that's why they need you to go on fast. Fast can make you a little bit healthier. Um, that's a word for me right there. Prophetically, I need to fast. Which I am fasting, actually. And I'm doing nothing but water, even as I speak to you um, today. Starting last night to tonight. Um... Or probably till tomorrow so I can have like a full fast, really. Anyway, the point that I'm making is making sure that you regulate and you have balance in your body regulation and discipline. Also, when it comes to your finances, you want to balance the books. You want to see where money is coming from, going to. You want to sit down and have financial sessions often. You want to do that often. You want to set time to where you can't say, oh, I didn't have time. Yeah, you make time for this. Also, when it comes to you working out, you make time for that. Spending time with your loved ones, you make time for that. That should be on the calendar, just like anything else, right? And then last but not least, when you are wanting to make a business move and say you have a job or a company and you want to create another stream of income based off of either what you're doing or something new, then you have to make sure that it's in ratio to what you're already doing. So there's this thing called the 80-20 rule or like even with dog food. If you're changing your dog's food, you don't want to just outright change it all the way. You want to give their system time to adapt to the new meal. So you go from Beneful to Pedigree or whatever. I'm sorry if I don't know the names, but um, I used to feed my dog Beneful. But say you want to go from Purina to the other brand and Blue Diamond, right? So you have Purina. and So you basically give the dog a percentage of the new and you keep growing that percentage through growth and then that's how you start to change it out a hundred percent you can even do that in your finances you can do that in your company you can do that in your relationship hey we're moving from the dating phase to the exclusive phase to the engagement phase to the uh, fiance phase to the marital phase 
to the newlywed phase to the veteran phase to the you see what I'm saying it just it's rational it's called dimensionless quantities and over time these things began to take place you just want to be intentional deliberate and determined on how you participate in these things all right it has been a great day this is the magnitude energy and we are so excited about what's coming next stay tuned wealth is your birthright wealth is your civil right Wealth is naturally in you. Thanks for tuning in.